0: Much for tuning in to NL Newsday here on this Wednesday. Now, Vancouver Canucks training camp all set to open tomorrow in Abbotsford. GM Jim Benning held a press conference today in advance of training camp. And one of the highlights of that availability was that the team's full roster is set to be fully vaccinated when the season starts next month. Other talking points include the ongoing contract negotiations with restricted free agents Elias Pedersen and Quinn Hughes. And all those new faces that the team has coming in after a very busy off season. So to talk more about it all, please to welcome to the show, the voice of the Canucks on Sportsnet 650 and also right here on Radio NL, Brendan Batchelor. Batch, how you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm not too bad. Thanks so much for coming on and getting excited to talk a little bit of hockey here with the NHL season fast approaching. Uh, I wanted to start with this, though. I mean, today marked the Canucks' first in-person media availability since March of 2020. I mean, more, pretty, pretty much an entire year and a half ago. Uh, so what was it like for you to actually be able to be there in person here today?
1: Yeah, it was really good uh, to be back at the rink, uh, which, of course, We were in the arena last season for the home games, but uh, separated from players and team staff completely. Um, So it it was good to return to some level of normalcy. Obviously, things still aren't uh, exactly the same as they were pre-pandemic. All the media availability was press conference style, so it was socially distanced, and everyone had masks on and and was being safe. Uh, But to get back to... Doing the job in a way that we're used to doing it was nice, and uh, hopefully it continues here as we get into the season.
0: Yeah, I hope that 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 is indeed the case. Now, the COVID protocols here, I wanted to get into that a little bit because uh, Jim Benning saying today the roster will be fully vaccinated by the time the season begins. Um, He also said you know, that there wasn't too many guys that didn't want to get vaccinated. Of course, that's suggesting that you know, at least one person may have been hesitant. And from what's being reported out there, it sounds like maybe this is defenseman Travis Hamanick, although I guess that was not uh, confirmed at any point today. Uh, But just in terms of what we can expect vaccination-wise when the season gets going, is there anyone of note, I suppose, that there are any question marks surrounding at this point?
1: Uh, Just the speculation around Hamanick, as you alluded to, that that has not been confirmed by anyone uh, is, you know I'll take jim benning at his word it sounds like the organization is going to be hundred percent vaccinated not just players but uh, you know business staff hockey staff people that uh, are around the club the NHL protocols mandate that anyone that has access to the players has to be vaccinated and then for the players themselves um, you know due to collective bargaining issues they haven't mandated that uh, that guys be vaccinated but uh, things are going to be a lot harder on those who aren't in the NHL. And, you know, we saw a couple of notable announcements. Tyler Bertuzzi in Detroit is not vaccinated and is going to play. The Edmonton Oilers have a player that's not vaccinated and is going to play. But for those players in uh, regions where they are not able to play because of their vaccination status, they will then forfeit uh, any money that they would have made for uh, playing in those games. And, you know, for players on American teams, it means they can't come into Canada. So in Bertuzzi's case, he won't be able to travel travel north of the border for any of the Red Wings games uh, up here in Canada. So uh, it's encouraging to hear that the Canucks will be in a position where everybody will be fully vaccinated uh, by the time the regular season gets underway so that they don't have to deal with any of these sorts of issues that we're seeing at least a couple of other teams in the Oilers and the Red Wings dealing with going into the year.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's definitely going to be a storyline throughout the season, but hopefully not one for the Canucks. And of course, COVID-19 was a massive story for this team over that uh, you know, COVID-19 pandemic season that we just completed here. Uh, wanted to get to the RFA negotiations here briefly. You know, Hughes and Petey are arguably the two most important players on this roster. I mean, were you able to gauge at all or have you been able to kind of figure things out over the last couple of weeks on, on where those negotiations are at? And do you believe that something will get done before the season opens here
1: it's hard to really get a, a good gauge on where negotiations are at because it feels like you get a different story based on who you're talking to for example you know jim benning said today that he thinks they're close that he's optimistic that they'll get a deal done here pretty quickly but if you read some of the other reports around the negotiation it may not be Uh, be as close as he would like people to believe. That said, some of these other contracts getting settled around the league, most notably Kirill Kaprizov in Minnesota in terms of a comparable for Elias Pedersen and Rasmus Dahlin in Buffalo in terms of a comparable for Quinn Hughes. Those contracts getting done here in the last few days should help move those negotiations along because you know that neither side wants this to drag on too much longer. Uh, Missing a day or two of training camp is one thing. Missing a few preseason games is another thing, uh, but I don't think anybody wants this to get to the point where these two star players for the Canucks are missing the start of the regular season, and I would be shocked if it drags on that long. I would imagine that you know within the next week to two weeks, we see these deals get done, and these two young players arrive to join the Canucks well ahead of the start of the
0: regular season. Well, I hope that's the case, because even missing, you know, a little bit of training camp can really set guys back. You know, there's been some examples. I remember, you know, the Mitch Marner negotiations from a couple of years ago and how long that took to get done. Yes, he got a deal done before the season began, but he definitely noticed it in his play that he wasn't quite ready to go uh, once the actual puck dropped on the season. So I think it'd be good for everybody to see this get done sooner than later. Uh, but uh, all we can do, I suppose, is hope at this stage. Um The new faces coming in. I mean, there's lots of them. Oliver Ekman Larson, of course, the biggest name added to that list. The former uh, Phoenix Coyote or Arizona Coyote, excuse me, captain there. Uh, You can add Jarl Halak to the list as the new backup goaltender to Thatcher Demko. Tucker Pullman coming on the back end. Connor Garland up front. Jason Dickinson as the third line center. I mean, are these guys they're all probably pretty excited to get into camp here at this point in time. You can't really talk about whether or not they're gelling since we haven't hit the ice really here yet, but uh, a lot of excitement, I suppose about all the new names and new faces set to join this roster this year.
1: Yeah. We got to talk to most of them at uh, the media availability today as well. Uh, most notably, notably Oliver Ekman Larson just made it very clear how excited he is to be in Vancouver and how challenging the last couple of years were for him in Arizona with a, team that you know wasn't really in a position to contend and he openly talked about how he believes that coming to Vancouver is going to give him a chance to win. Uh, Connor Garland spoke about being in awe at the skill of some of the players that he's going to get a chance to play with in that top 9 or top 6 forward group. Um Jason Dickinson seems very eager to come in and play a big role and um you talk about him being the third line center. I don't necessarily know if that's set in stone. Uh, Travis Green has sort of quietly indicated at times throughout the offseason that just because J.T. Miller had to play down the middle last year when Elias Pedersen was hurt doesn't mean that he doesn't see that as an option going forward. So it's possible that Dickinson ends up on the wing and the Canucks look to try and use Miller down the middle as sort of a a third option with Horvat and Pedersen and force other teams to kind of choose which line they have to match up against. Of course, um, you know, this is all contingent on Pedersen arriving and being ready to go for the start of the season. But that's going to be one of the most intriguing things I'll be watching over the next few days as these guys hit the ice at Abbotsford is, you know, as much as we can speculate about what the lines might be, you don't really get a window into what Travis Green is thinking until you see the lineup combinations on the first day of training camp and then you can sort of build and speculate from there.
0: Uh, curious uh, if you think Vasily Podkolzin, you know, the 10th overall pick here from 2019, is he a lock to make this team right now? Or or what are your thoughts on on the rookie potentially having a a, a real impact on this team this year?
1: I don't think he's a lock to make it just because, uh, you know, he'll still be required to come in and earn his spot and show that he can be an NHL-capable player. But uh, let me put it this way, I would be very surprised if he's not on the opening night roster, just, you know, having had a chance to see him skate a little bit here in the last week in informal skates. uh, He's obviously a very big body, skates well, has a really good shot, and looks to me like a guy that is ready to jump right into the NHL. And, you know, maybe not be a, a huge offensive factor to the degree that we saw a guy like Elias Pettersson, uh, you know, impact the, the lineup when he jumped in, but uh, Park Colson looks like a guy that's NHL ready. Uh, I think Travis Green will give him opportunity in training camp to prove that he's ready to go, and, you know, it's up to him to make sure that he has that spot on the roster for the first game of the season, October 13th. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go as far as to say that he's a want to make the team just, that I would be very, very surprised
0: if he doesn't. And, and this is the the last question I have for you here, uh, Batch, but just, it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with that. Having the AHL team now in Abbotsford this year, I mean, that's going to be pretty significant, I would think, when it comes to rock ser- roster flexibility. You know, maybe Pod Colson is, is just on the fringes, and then maybe they want to get him a couple of AHL games in before bringing him up, you know, just to have him get a little more acclimated to North America here. I mean, just how huge is having uh, the team, the, the AHL franchise so close by uh, to be able to, you know, have a little bit more flexibility when it comes to what the roster construction will look like in the early parts of this season.
1: Yeah, it's huge. And it's a big part of the reason they've brought in so many veterans to compete for spots, whether it's guys like Luke Shen and Brad Hunt on the back end, uh, you know, Nick Patan, Phil DiGiuseppe, Sheldon Dries, among others in the forward group. Uh, is, you know, they're, they're not just going to have competition for spots near the bottom of the lineup, but they're going to be able to rotate, too, if they feel the need to, because they've got their AHL affiliate, you know, just an hour down the highway in the Fraser Valley. So, um, you know, that'll be big for them, I'm sure. And, you know, one of the, the real added benefits is for young players who, Maybe, you know, you use Pod Colson as an example. You could look at maybe Oli Levy or Jack Rathbone on the back end, who, you know, they may not want to be everyday NHL guys at this point, but you can send them down to Abbotsford. They can get a few games. You can call them back up. They can practice with the NHL team. You can drop them in and out of NHL games as you see fit. Uh, I think it's a big tool for them in terms of being able to develop some of their younger players and not really have to fall on one side of the fence or the other as to are you going to keep them with the NHL group or are you going to send them to the other side of the continent, to Utica, to be in the AHL. Now you can have the best of both worlds. And I would imagine that's something that's going to benefit them for many years to come.
0: I would imagine as well. Batch, just exciting to be thinking about hockey coming up here pretty soon. Training camp set to get underway tomorrow. I'm sure you're thrilled with that and excited to get back to work here. So I always appreciate your time. Thanks so much for chatting with me and uh, looking forward to having a few more of these throughout the season. So thanks so much. Yep, no problem. Thanks. Anytime. Awesome. There you go. The voice of the Canucks on Sportsnet 650, also right here on Radio and NL. Brendan Batchelor. Batch is the guy. Always good for a nice call here on the radio, that's for sure. Always a pleasure to speak with Batch as we get set for hockey season. The NHL is almost upon us. The Canucks' first preseason game is set for this Sunday, September the 26th. They are in Seattle to play the Kraken, and I believe that is the Inaugural ice time for the Seattle Kraken at uh, what's it called Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. So that'll be pretty exciting. Might have to tune in just because it is again the first time we'll actually see the newly enshrined franchise here take the ice in the National Hockey League. The league's 32nd team, and it's pretty cool. The Canucks are the first team that gets to play them. Of course, the natural cross-border rivalry that will exist is. Going to get underway as soon as possible. So looking forward to that again this Sunday, the 26th at 6 p.m. The Canucks are in Seattle to play the Kraken for their first preseason game. They got two, four, six, seven preseason games on the schedule before the season gets underway on October the 13th against the Oilers in Edmonton. So looking forward to that going to be a good season ahead hopefully they can get those contracts signed Elias patterson and Quinn hughes and get their two young studs in the lineup before the season gets underway on october the 13th that i think will be pretty crucial and hopefully you get him signed, you know, before it gets too deep into camp here. So they have a little bit of time to gel with the new teams. I mean, there's quite a new number of faces on this uh, squad, starting, of course, with that former captain in Arizona, Oliver ekman Larson, the big off-season deal that the Canucks made uh, to land him. He had been long rumored to be coming to Vancouver, and they finally made that happen. Uh, so there's a lot to look forward to with this Canucks team in this upcoming season. It is a pretty weak Pacific division. Uh, they definitely have a good chance at making the playoffs. And then once you're in the dance, who knows how far you can go. I mean, just look back to the, the pandemic bubble of, uh, the summer of 2020 and just how much damage the Canucks were able to do almost finding themselves there into, uh, the conference final coming up just a touch shy losing to Vegas. But, uh, Yeah, it was definitely a fun ride for that squad, and we'll see if they can build off of that. Kind of forget about last year. It was kind of a a lost season when they came in last in the North Division, 7th out of 7 teams, finishing behind the Ottawa Senators. That was unexpected. So you got to imagine they're in line for a little bit of more success this year. But that's why we play the games. We can't uh, just decide it on paper. If we did that, I could probably award the Tampa Bay Lightning a third straight cup right now. I think maybe Colorado is the running favorite right now. Either way, it's definitely not a Canadian team. I can tell you that much for sure.